0: Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. You guys, happy Monday. If you are listening to this on a day that is not Monday, cheers, happy whatever day it is. It's a good day to be alive because We are alive. I am so fired up for today's episode because we have a very special guest joining us today. And y'all know, I feel like every time that Joy has a guest, it feels like I'm opening up my home and I'm having dinner with this individual. Like truly, that's what the conversations feel like. And man, if that's how it feels on your end when you get to listen, my hope is that you feel like you get to pull up a seat at that exact table and um, have quote unquote dinner with us too. But before we dive into today's episode, y'all know that here at That's Joy, we love to kick off every episode with a little joyful noise. Now, what does joyful noise mean, Cece? Well, joyful noise is our version of good News. We know that we can find a lot of the opposite just about everywhere on the internet these days. But my hope is to shine light on the good things that are happening in and around us. And I'm really excited for today's joyful noise because I am sharing a text that I received from our beautiful community, our text community. Um, I'll share this at the very end of the episode, but y'all can actually text me, like literally text me what you want to hear next on another episode, what you're loving, any God moments that you're having. um, And it's me who actually responds. So our friend Lexi in the house from Washington, she actually sent me a text about going back to church for the first time in a hot minute. And I, I just am so grateful that she shared this with me. And I asked her for permission to share it with y'all. So I am going to read her text to you. She said, my first son Sunday was so great and I felt God with me the whole time. I pulled out of my driveway and as soon as I pulled out into the road, there were a bunch of little blue flowers at the entrance of my neighborhood and I kept seeing these little blue flowers all the way to the church, which was about 25 minutes away from my house. The flowers just kept guiding me to my destination, and it was such a sweet gift from Jesus. And then also, when I pulled into the church, I parked near these other two girls who looked my age, and I ended up meeting them at the first-timers' tent at the church. It was their first time at church, too, and they just moved into the area. I chatted with them and sat by them during the service, and we exchanged phone numbers, and it turns out they both are going to the same college as me too come on I just felt God with me the whole time I wasn't expecting to be sitting with anyone at this church I'd never been before and what are the odds that I happened to walk in the same time as them the service was amazing everyone there was so sweet and welcoming and I'm so happy to go back next week God is so good Lexi, first of all, thank you, major shout out for you just taking the time to be vulnerable and sharing something just so beautiful that happened in your life with all of us. I think more than anything, I just want the Joyful Noise to spread light on what could happen in and through you too. Like this isn't just an occurrence that gets to happen to Lexi, but these are all, every piece of Joyful Noise that I've ever shared on every episode is available to all of us. So uh if you have any piece of joyful noise, my goodness, I would love to highlight you next. Shoot me a text uh at the number in the show notes so that we could read off yours. Um you guys, I am just oh I feel like it is the greatest honor to have my sweet friend, Regan Davis, on the show. I've been working with Regan over the past 10 months on my nutrition, and she has led me in life as my nutrition coach. Although what I've come to realize over the past 10 months is that she was actually teaching me far more than what it looks like to fuel your body well. There have been so many lessons that have been rooted back to the decision of me working with Reagan and I am honestly eternally grateful for it. Uh, she is a kind woman. She is on fire for the Lord, and she is really good at what she does. But better than me talking about it, you guys, I want to introduce you to one of my sweet, sweet friends, Reagan Davis. You guys, I am so excited to have a I feel like such a special human being sitting in this seat right now because we have locked o- arms over the past couple months and Reagan is sitting here with me and you guys I like I said in the top of the episode she is an incredible person but rather than me saying so much about her Reagan welcome to that joy.
1: Yay, I am so excited to be here and I'm just so honored that you wanted me on your episode. It's my special. Yes. I
0: just know that whoever's listening to this episode right now, just like buckle up because you're just in for a freaking treat. I know that you will leave this episode just empowered. And honestly, my hope is that you look in the mirror and you see yourself a little bit differently. But Reagan, if people don't know who you are, who is Reagan and when and how did she find God?
1: Yeah. So I... I am Reagan. I am from uh, Greenville, South Carolina, and moved to Nashville about a year ago and had the honor of connecting with Cece. And first, she's just been such a blessing in my life, and just the joy that you pour out and the confidence has inspired me as well. So I want you to know that, first and foremost. Will we cry on this episode, probably? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, probably. But I am a... Currently, a nutritionist. So, I work with females with all ages, with teaching them how to eat, how to love their body, and how to gain confidence in their nutrition and honestly every area of their life. And we've seen that and we can talk about that later. But, yeah, I personally, a little bit of my story, I've always grown up going to church. Ever since I was little, we've gone to the same church for you know, the past 23, 24 years, 25, I guess now. (laughs) And going to church was always something that we just did every Sunday. And it, you know, it was a part of the routine and we just had to go. And I have always had a relationship with Christ and it's always been something that has been important to me, right? Like I'm Reagan, I'm a Christian. um, I play sports. Like that was kind of Who I am and what I do. And I never really, my relationship with Christ really started probably a year and a half ago after college. Mm, And it's so crazy to say that I've been a Christian for 23 years, but the past two years is when I've really dove in and where I've been broken in so many areas of my life that. The Lord has just pulled me back in and reminded me of like, hey, you need me. You can't do this by yourself. Growing up, the next step has always been something that's been there because it was, you know, you go to middle school, you go to high school, and then I played college sports. So it was like, okay, you're going to go to college and play softball. And when I graduated in 2019, I think that's the biggest part of like what comes next because mm-hmm. every single step had been laid out before. And that's when I really had to lean into the Lord and just ask, where do you want me to go? Like, where, what is the next step for me? And just praying and honestly, like on my knees and crying, of, like, I need you. Because there's so many different ways that we can go and our hearts pull us so many different ways. But it's, right. you know, that's when I was like, I I need you, Lord. And that's when I feel that my relationship with the Lord really got a lot deeper in a way that is so much more than just surface level and going to church on Sunday. No, that's beautiful. And I'm sure that so many people who, thank you for sharing
0: all of that, because all of it's not easy. And I think that's what we want to shine light on, or, like, what are those aspects that do make us who we are? And I think for you, too, like, I so many people who are listening who go, go to college right now, and they are gearing up to graduate from college, and they're juggling with the, like, I have no idea what's next. And to y'all, I say, Welcome to the party. We all don't really know, you know? And it's when we rest in Christ where we are able to gain more clarity in the direction of like, not the whole staircase, but what's the next freaking step, you know? Like, what am I supposed to do next? And I just love that so much because I highly relate with that. I mean, growing up, same thing. Went to church and then throughout college, also went to church, but never knew the Lord until I moved to Austin, which which was like two years post-grad, so literally like same exact timeline, which is really cool. Okay, so you tread on um just all the things of, you know, where the Lord has taken you. I get curious, though, did you know that you wanted to do this?
1: Absolutely not. Really? So okay. I, a little bit of a backstory. I've always grown up working out, and as of you, just with sports, and it was something that you always had to do, really, yeah. just for that, and I— Wanted, I went to college, played softball, um, was a business major, graphic design minor. That's right. That's right. I want to be something in marketing and graphic design and all of these things. But a little bit of a backstory I did in college go through an eating disorder. Um, And it was probably one of the lowest points of my life where that's when I really felt the most broken. Yeah. And I kind of, Worked myself through that. I never went to treatment or anything, but I did work myself through it. And once I did get on the other side of it, as good as it was going to get, I started realizing how many women struggle with this same thing yeah. that I went through. And that's actually when I made my Instagram account is it was the first post of, I remember me um, working out and like just posting my food recipes just for accountability. Wow. Like of, okay, Hey, I'm really struggling. I'm just going to post this on Instagram just to see if anyone else relates or yeah. if anyone else, you know, maybe my little smoothie recipe will help someone, <laughs> yeah. but it was so silly how it started. And I think back, I went to a college with 700 people. Wow. So i saw the same people every single day. And I posted on my other Instagram that I was starting this fitness account. And that was one of the most vulnerable things that I've ever done. Because it was like, I was talking about my disordered eating Mm. on an Instagram post. And then the guy next to me was reading it on his phone. And it was one of the most scariest (laughs) things I've ever done. So kind of getting back to your question um graduated college and personal training nutrition was something that was always just on my heart and I was like there there's a need for this there's a need for just realness vulnerability and honestly faith in the fitness community and I got a job post-college doing sales for um for a hospice company, so like oh my taking, gosh.
0: talk <laughs> about like a right turn, yeah,
1: right. Taking cookies, <laughs> playing games with residents at assisted living, I absolutely loved it. But you know, throughout the day or at the end of the day, it was like, okay, what can I post on my Instagram or like who messaged me today? Like, how can I help this person? Yeah, and it's just something that kept was just on my heart so much, and I was like, I know that the Lord. Is putting this on my heart, and I can't quit thinking about it for a reason. Mm, so so good. that's when I was still living at home, but I quit that job and I invested a ton of money into a business coach, um, and obviously, like, got all my certifications and everything. But that's when I was like, "All right, I'm going all in," like pulling money out of my savings. I'm yeah. gonna make it work. And looking back, I'm like, "Oh my gosh." I cannot believe I did that. Like that was (laughs) such a leap of faith, but I just felt so much peace about it. And I just felt so much clarity of, you know, that I went through my story for a reason. I think, and we all have our story and we go through it for a reason to help someone else. And I I just knew that through that, I was like, you know, the Lord put me through that for a reason. And now I'm going to be able to touch and help so many women in the same way that like I needed that person for me. So that's kind of yeah, how I got gosh, into it.
0: Oh my gosh. There's so much to that.
1: And I'm like trying to press the
0: brakes because I want to go off. <laughs> Everything that you're saying is so on point. Like we were in small group and we were actually talking about the book of Matthew. If I forget exactly what verse it is, but um, where Jesus is talking about our gifts and like, he's like, you have one gift and then the other people have five talents. And we get trapped in comparison, looking to the left and right, thinking like, oh man, but like, why do I have only one talent, God? And they have five talents. And that other guy has one talent, but his talent is cooler, whatever it may be that hasn't stopped. Right. And so often I think we are in that seat where we're like, man, I thought this for my life, but really the Lord has not let it left your heart because He needs you to step into that field, you know, and just like you said, you want to see more faith in the fitness industry. That's such a real thing. And I think so often we know that too, but even for just recognizing, like, man, whatever is on your heart, like, it's so there for a reason. And especially when you can't shake it, you know, you're yeah. like, are you sure? But now it's so cool to see your social stuff and your presence. You're like, oh, my gosh, yeah, you're incorporating business. You're incorporating graphic design and fitness
1: all right. into one, yeah. which is it's just such so, a cool thing. It's it's so Cool to see it come full circle. It's one of those things that it's on your heart and you're like, okay, stop thinking about this. Like you're supposed mm. to be working. You're supposed to have a nine to five or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was there and I was like, you have to answer
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. It's like answering the call. Um, y'all, okay. We have to dive in a bit to like why I needed Reagan to be on this episode because one, she's moving. She's moving from oh. Nash. Oh. But I was like, okay, we have to talk about all that's been happening over the last 10 months. So, in short, I'll give you all the Spark Notes version. Essentially, last October, I had this moment where similar to everything what Reagan's saying, I just knew that things were on my heart and it was time to like fully take action on those things. And one of those for me was my health. And I was never really like, quote unquote, unhealthy, but I just knew that I needed to step it up. And you only know this for yourself. You know, like it was never fully about body image, but truly feeling my best and performing my best when it comes to work, to serving, to loving, like all areas of life. And Reagan I feel like is such an expert at that and has really helped me get to where I am today. So, um, one day when I have the courage, I might share (laughs) what that transformation physically has looked like, but if y'all have just been a part of any of that joy or have followed me on social for the past, even 10 months, um, You might have seen a shift. And if it's your first time around here, then maybe you're like, who is this girl? I'm telling you right now that I would not, I would not be exactly who I am to the confidence level that I am at without Reagan's help. Truly like, I mean, that so much. And I knew that like, there was no one else. I, this is the crazy part. And I don't think I shared this with you before. I always had the desire to reach out to someone. And like, I know that there's so much power in Partnering with someone who's an expert and then allowing them to take you to the next level. Because we so often know what to do, right? Eat the veggies, exercise, be in a calorie deficit, all of this stuff. We know that. But in my eyes, I was like, man, I don't really want to like partner with a guy because I don't know, like women power. And I I don't know a female who I would be really inspired by to lock arms and feel like safe and not judged and all these different things that we so often as women like go through you know and I remember when I met you at Taylor's workout that she had co-hosted I was like oh my gosh who is that girl and then I followed you on Instagram and I just kept watching your stories and all of the different people that you were able to take from like A to B whatever that may look like and again it's not even about the physical but like everything that happens internally And so all that to say, the last 10 months, like I have grown tremendously, like just in every area of my life. If you think about the wheel of life, I just feel like every area, because I've prioritized this, it has dripped into every other area of my life. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And I needed Reagan to be on this episode because I was like, man, if we can share for just 40 minutes to an hour about how someone can lean into that a little bit more. That would be one of the greatest gifts that I can give to that joy community. And so all that to say, Reagan. so as a nutrition coach, I just get curious, like what have you seen with potential clients and clients that you do have? What happens when like they prioritize their health
1: and how does that translate to their spiritual health? Yeah. Well, I'm so proud of you. Just over the past ten months. I mean, I remember our first conversation and you were like, Six months and we're gonna be done. (laughs) So it's been so special just to be able to just work with you over the past ten months and lead lead you and guide you. And you're just incredible. So I'm just so thankful for this opportunity. And so looking at kind of how your health pours into every part of your life, I think something that I always tell potential clients is that the confidence that you develop inside of your nutrition pours over into every single part of your life. And it's not something that you fully grasp until you go through it. Because there's a lot of things that we can't control, but we can control how we speak to Mm ourselves, how we speak to others, obviously, and the food that we put in our body and how we move our body. And it's so easy to let all the uncontrollables and all the stress of the other parts of our life bleed into our health and our nutrition when it really should be the other way around. Yeah. And inside of coaching, something that we focus on is truly not just the physique because, you know, that's something that, that's, that's the easy part, right? Right. Once you get everything else down, but truly, um, focusing on the quality of life. And I am just so thankful. A majority of my clients do prioritize their faith. And Mm. that's been something that is so special to see that I actually got a text from a client earlier this week that hey, like, I just wanted to let you know, I sat down and ate my breakfast and read my devotion and went on a five minute walk. And that like started my day so great, like before she made breakfast for her kids and for her husband. And just, again, the confidence just really does pour over into every area of your life and especially in your faith too. And I've seen this with myself is that you know, I am my happiest. I am my best self when I am fueling my body with food that makes me feel really good. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, our gut and our brain are connected. And if we are speaking negative thoughts to ourselves, our gut is going to feel that our body's going to feel that same thing with if we're putting food that doesn't honor our body or make us feel good into our gut, then it's not going to, make us our brain super clear or motivated to do things and for me I see that when I fuel my body I want to get up in the morning and have energy to do my devotion and to go on a gratitude walk and listen to worship music and just spend time with the Lord so that's something that really motivates me to eat well too not just because of the physique but because when I'm able to take care of my body that way, it puts me in a better headspace. And when I'm able to spend time with the Lord in the morning, I know that my day is a lot better. One thing I I think this could just be cool to share. I was list, I saw it on Instagram the other day. It was a reel, and it said the first thing that your brain gets dopamine from in the morning is what it's going to be looking to get dopamine from the rest of the day. Oh, wow. So that, yeah. that feel-good receptor, and it was, you know – and that made me sit is like am I digging into texts and emails first thing in the morning am I getting on social media first thing in the morning am I putting caffeine in my body like first thing in the morning is that my dopamine and the rest of my day is going to be controlled by that or am I leaning into Lord am, am And am I being still and just sitting in the presence of God? And that is where I'm getting my feel good and my dopamine from. And that is what my day is going to be run by.
0: That is so freaking good. (laughs) And that's so important that you shared that. I forgot to highlight that. But y'all, that's such a such a big habit that is hard to break because it's like so easy to pick up our phones and I just did this in the past last 10 months before 10 months ago I was going to bed with my phone and waking up like literally scrolling because you're just it's a habit you right like all of it's a habit and I love that you shared that because Man, if we could just really, really understand all of that, how much it just all flows in to to our lives, like our entire lives by making these small choices. Another thing that I get curious about, too, is like how much you focus not just on the consumption of like food, but shreds is what you call it, right? Yes. Will you
1: unpack that a little yeah, bit? okay. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad you pulled from that. So yeah, yeah shreds is your biofeedback. So it's going to be your stress. How is your stress? How is your hunger? How is your recovery? How is your digestion? How is your sleep? And if you are someone that you have no clue where to even start, like that is something to, just sit and check in with yourself is how are those things going? Because one, the food that you eat and the way you move your body impacts those. But two, it's like that's the foundation for your success. Because if we're stressed, if our digestion is off, if we don't have energy, that is going to impact one, for me, it's, like, my whole day, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, And then, two our nutritional choices as well. Because so when our recovery is lower or when our digestion is off or when we're really stressed, it's so easy to just, like, turn to the sugary foods or turn to those things. And that's something that it's, like, you're not ever your success is built on those things. It's the boring stuff. It's right? the boring like, stuff, so boring. and we've been
0: talking about that so much. But I'm like, it's the boring stuff that's gonna change your life. Like, if I just knew that if I had to just check these boxes every day, that would be the actual thing that produced the results. Yes, I would have seen it so much sooner, you know. But I'm like, dang, to just highlight that and know that you can control those things. And I love that you highlighted that too because so often we look at all of our lives and we're like, well, I don't even know where to start because there's so much to do and I want to do so much at one time. But the reality is, is like, what are the things that you can focus on and will you just focus on what you can control, not the things that you can't control? And
1: that has been such a gift to learn through this season too. That is so true. One thing that you've probably heard me say is, your physical always follows your physiological. Mm. So it's so easy to want to focus on the physical because that's the pretty part and the aesthetic part. But you're never going to get there if you don't focus on this side of things. So good. That, that part's the quote card right there. That's so good. Um,
0: so I feel like so many people are listening right now and they're like, oh my gosh, where do I sign up? Like, this isn't like an infomercial for everyone to join Reagan. You're going to be like, I have a thousand clients now. (laughs) But um, I say all of this to share just like my personal experience. And if you feel inspired, my goodness, reach out to her. But um, what I get curious about is there's a lot of people who may feel that stirring right now. Maybe you're sitting there in your car or you're in your bedroom and you're like, dang it, it's time. Like, it's time for me to take control over the things that I say that I want. And I wanna take action on those things. Um, I get so curious though, because a lot of people who sit in that seat, me previously being one of them, I just was like, all right, I'm ready to grow. I'm looking at this person and they they did it, so I, I could easily do it. And while that is good, I think it's really important to recognize the moments where maybe it wasn't always easy to get to where we are. Like, even in the last 10 months for me, there have been moments where I'm like, dang, I'm going to disappoint Reagan right now (laughs) because (laughs) sticking to it perfectly is impossible, right? Like achieving any level of success perfectly without falling is impossible because we're human. We live in a literal broken world. So I just get curious from you, like throughout your health journey, personally, you shared at the top of the episode a little bit of like what that looked like walking through a season of with an eating disorder. But what... What would you share to a girl who is listening to this, who is just like, man, but I've fallen so
1: many times. How am I ever going to get it right? Yeah, that's good. Just and with your nutrition, with your health, just like anything, it's not going to be a linear path. Yeah. And I think that's the part that steers a lot of people away from anything. You know, their health or starting a business Yeah, is that what if I fell or just such the black and white mentality with things And I think one of the biggest things that to take in throughout this growth is awareness. Mm. And something that we always talk about is awareness creates change. And one, when you do fail, because, you know, I think back over the past five, six years with my disordered eating, how many times I felt like I felt so good. I'm like, oh, I'm making it. I'm doing great. And then you have one night or one day that you slip up and you just feel like you hit rock bottom.
0: I'm just thinking too how much it relates to our faith too. So yeah. many people stop like opening their devotional or they stop like pursuing God because they had one slip up, of one That's sin true. and they're just like I'm I'm not good enough anymore. And yeah. especially in health we think about that too. Like 75 hard, people will start it and after 14 days they're like okay, never mind. And then they give up completely on their That's health, so true. you know. That's
1: true. So you you fell and you hit rock bottom and that's when the one, the grace steps in mm-hmm. of like, hey, listen, like you've been doing so well and this one really bad moment doesn't define you. Yeah. And we can see the same thing with our faith too, is that we're on a roll with our devotion and you know, we just we feel like almost have such a spiritual high where you feel so connected to the Lord and everything is going so great. And then you slip up and something happens and it's so easy to completely fall off. But you remember and you go back to the moments of how great you felt when you were in a good place and like when you were prioritizing that and that kind of drives you to reach for it again and one thing that is super important is outside of nutrition and like what you're truly eating is a lot of times there's something deeper going on and it could be some self-sabotage or not believing that you're worthy of you know a nutrition goal or a health goal or even that you're worthy of love from God like that is something that's so real that I really struggle with it's like yeah I I did I've done this and I did this and I'm not perfect and like I don't deserve your love. But same thing with health is like I deserve God's love and then I also deserve to feel good and to be healthy and to take care of my body. And that's something that I, you know, keep have to continuously remind myself. But whenever you do fail, remembering the times that you did feel so good and how you've overcome it in the past, which helps you overcome it again and just having such a growth mindset with things too because it's so easy to get in the the habit in the mindset of this is just who I am Mm. I have an eating disorder I am you know I struggle with this so this is who I am and it's never going to change and it's always going to be that way right rather than having a growth mindset with it and you know looking at other people and like having people in your life that encourage you in your health and your fitness and then encourage you in your faith. Gosh, all of that
0: is so good. I love the growth mindset because I think that that's why people keep coming back to that's joy. I I just like will literally die on this hill. I just think that we will grow until we're gone. Like until we get to go to heaven, we should be seeking growth. Even when I'm 75, dang it, I want to be growing. Like that's just the desire. And so often too, like what you were talking about, I just think of the scripture like life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so what we speak to ourselves matters so much. And so in the moments when we do fall, whether that be in a diet or whatever that looks like, or in your faith, which is even deeper, I think so often when we fall, we can think, oh man, like you said, woe is me. And really just lean into the victim mentality, but we get a choice. And I think it's so important to recognize that. Okay. I'm going to choose right now because of his goodness and his grace. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you talked about that I, um, honestly, that's one of the, really big things that I feel like that I'm walking away uh through our season of locking arms together with is just recognizing how important grace is. There are moments where um we do weekly check-ins y'all and so uh Reagan will send me like a cool little video after I fill out what's happening in my week and there'll be moments where I'm like, "Well, I went to this party and I had these things and whatever and I feel guilt and shame or whatever it may be in that moment, right? We just all have moments like that." And and then I'll get a response back from Reagan and she's like I'm not worried about it. It was one day um there's grace like you get to start the next week like I'm not worried about it. It's literally like a part of life and you say just all of those words I needed to hear because so often the the script for me in the past has always been like oh you messed up so you suck. You're never going to do great at this thing, you know? But you just even physically saying like I'm not worried about it makes me think oh, well If my coach isn't worried about it, then should I be worried about it? And I want to relay that same message to y'all. Like, we're not worried about one slip up. Why? Because we have grace. Like, the Lord's grace is so good. Um, If you are wanting to know more about grace, by the way, sidebar, Rhythms of Grace is a great book to lean into um, to just really understand, like, his grace
1: for us. As a coach, I see the bigger picture of things, Mm. right? Like, that is something that's so important to That's why I'm here, and my goal is to help my clients see the bigger picture, but sometimes it's so easy to get caught in the now, and week to week, this just made me think of our faith, too, because you mess up, right? Like, you're not perfect, and me, being the coach and being the leader, I don't expect you to be perfect, and I know Mm, that things are going to come and situations are going to come where you're gonna be tempted to have ice cream which is fine right which is fine like I encourage that but it doesn't line up perfectly with expectations sometimes or the exact path to where you want to be like the straight line of where you want to be which is the quickest way to get there I think about this with our faith too of just like how sometimes We mess up and in the moment and in the day, it's like, I'm such a disappointment and there's no way that God can love me, but he's just sitting up there and he's almost like laughing of like, it's going to be okay. Like I, I see the bigger picture. I see where I want you to be. And I know that this one little slip up is not going to keep you from getting there. And as long as you stay consistent and as long as you just keep going one step at a time, one day at a time and just try to get a little bit better or try to improve just a little bit, then you're going to get there. And I've never really thought about it that way until you said that. But I, you know, when you're in the moment and when you feel like you mess up or when you felt, it feels like that is your whole world obviously not with nutrition. If you're enjoying ice cream, like you don't feel like the world's falling on you. But when, when we sin and when we struggle with things, it can just feel like it almost just like has this black cloud over us. And again, I just think of God sitting up there and just being like, Reagan, it's going to be okay. Like I Uh, know what's coming tomorrow. I know what's coming next week. I know what's coming in 20 years. God's will, um, that it's going to be okay. And yeah, that, that's the part of it, and that's part of the journey, and that's part of what makes you enjoy it and yeah. what makes you um, help help others through it too. Yeah. Even that. That so. is like, I don't even think that was Reagan right now. <laughs> I think that was straight up the Holy yeah, Spirit because I'm
0: like, I don't know where that came from. I literally, like, y'all, I'm overheating and I have Holy Spirit chills all at the same time. <laughs> that. Like, that is literally it. The, he has wow. the whole picture. And we, when we lock with experts, they have the whole picture. We don't need it. It reminds me of a pastor that once shared, like, we're never called to understand God. We're not called to understand it all. What we are called to do is have faith. And in the same way, like, will you have faith that you will get to where you want to go, too, you know? That's, gosh, I can't. That's really good. <laughs> um, Okay. I hope that y'all are just like overheating too, and just so fired up because that's my hope from this episode is that you would just leave on fire. If y'all have been hanging out here long enough, you know that I love like the tactical. Like, okay, CC, I'm on fire. My heart's just like, whoa, what next? Like, what do I do with this? And um, I'd love for Reagan if you could share just like two or three things that if someone's listening to this and they want to lean into prioritizing their health, like, what does that look like and where can someone start
1: that's like all right I want to start tomorrow yeah that's such a great question I'm very much tactical too because it's so easy to think about all these things and all the motion of things and it makes you feel good thinking about it but it's like okay (laughs) I actually have to take action I actually have to do it to see the results and see it play out but I think that three things that people can do that they're going to be like, that's it. That's all I have to do. Like, that's so boring, right? We talk about the boring stuff, (laughs) but how you start your morning, focus on how you start your day. Our cortisol is naturally spiked in the morning. So that means that stress levels are a little bit up. So spend your first, even if it's five minutes of the day, I mean, to yourself, five, 10, 20 minutes to yourself, Pour into yourself before you start pouring into others. Sometimes it can literally just be going on a walk outside and putting on a worship, you know, a worship song or spending time in the word, or sometimes just sitting and like breathing and thinking about a few intentions or praying for the day. But start your first 10 to 20 minutes to yourself. Be selfish with that time. Yes. Next is going to find. Next is going to be find a type of movement that you enjoy. Everyone's body is so different. Everyone's preferences are so different. Exercise at the end of the day is adherence and what brings you joy. And whether that is kickboxing, whether that is yoga, whether that is strength training, CrossFit, running, whatever that looks like, find something that you enjoy. One, when you enjoy it, you're going to be more apt to actually Do it. Right. Right. And stick with it too. Because if you go into the mindset with any of this of I have to do this because I hate my body or I have to do this because I have to change. And like with just such a negative mindset, you're never going to be able to adhere to anything. Mm. Like no matter what it is. Right. So speaking one, those kind words to yourself, but find exercise that you enjoy and celebrate that exercise that you get to move your body, that you get to Um, have a gym membership. Like those are things that we just take for granted. But when you go into the gym, when you go into exercise of I'm doing this to take care of myself because I value myself because I love myself, Yeah, you enjoy it so much more and you actually stick with it. So true. And then lastly, choose one meal a day that you want to perfect. Mm. So instead of looking at everything of you have to cut this out, you can't have this, um, instead of having that scarcity mindset with food of like, what do I need to cut out? What can I have? It's like, look at the abundance of look at all of this nutrient dense, like colorful, pretty, um, food that I can have, but choose one meal a day that you want to perfect instead of looking at your four to five meals, because that can be overwhelming. Right. And like, there's no way that you can have that much of a switch. I mean, maybe for a few days, but then you'll definitely fail. So I would recommend start with breakfast. So Have a protein source, have a carb source, and have something colorful. So a lot of my clients, if they're not having breakfast or their breakfast is all over the place, we will just start with a protein smoothie. So something super easy, something super filling, and something that tastes really good and that is very nutrient-dense as well. So one scoop of protein powder maybe, throw some Greek yogurt in there, Put some almond or oat milk and then add some frozen fruit. So bananas, berries, whatever you prefer. But perfect that meal. Get really good at it. Pour into yourself. Have a satiating meal first thing in the morning. And then after two weeks, after you are crushing your protein smoothies in the morning, maybe go to lunch. And instead of having, you know, a a Jimmy John sub that has no nutritional value, like maybe focus on, chicken and a sweet potato and some broccoli or You just slowly progress and you slowly compound those habits and those things. And then, you know, 10 months, a year from now, you're going to look back and you're going to say, wait, how did I get from there to here? Right. But you realize it's because you just took little baby steps. You didn't try to jump in, but you just take little baby steps and day to day, you don't see the difference, right? You're not going to see the difference of one exercise, one meal, but over time you realize your success is built off of those things. Yeah. So that is where I would start is be selfish in the morning, 10, 20 minutes to yourself, pour into yourself, find exercise that you enjoy. And then start with the one meal that you want to perfect.
0: Yes. I am a product of those things (laughs) now because I had help. And this is us helping you right now. Like you can literally start this tomorrow. And if this is something you're like, I want to get a best friend to do this with me, literally do it. Why? Because we get to. And I think that's the mindset shift that has happened so much. Overarching for me too is like, man, I don't have to work out every day. I freaking get to Mm -hmm. like the Lord has given me legs so I can run so I could kick things so I could squat really heavy like I just get to and then even the fueling your body thing too I I loved so much that you said that from the very beginning like it's not about what you can't have. Like you can't you can have anything, but what can you have and what's gonna nourish you the most, you know? And then that changed my mindset too of like, oh, there's nothing that I can't have, but what do I get to have that's gonna get me closer to where I wanna go? And it just is like your mind is so powerful. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> but if y'all end up doing that, please let us know. Um okay Reagan. The final question that I ask every single guest on the episode, on the episode, on That's Joy, the <laughs> show, is what does joy mean to you?
1: Joy to me means being able to 100% be myself and be who god called me to be and live without limits honestly like there's so many things that every action it's like oh like what are they gonna think or what's what's this and just being able to be free and i think that is joy to me is just being able to feel free yeah and be yourself
0: yeah Yes, absolutely. I love that so much. That's literally so much of joy. I actually saw this video. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it starts out like in a city world and then slowly the camera just completely starts zooming out and then it'll zoom, zoom, zoom. And then you're in the sky and then you're in space and then you see the earth. Then you see all the planets and the camera just keeps going. And then you see a galaxy and then you see another galaxy and you wow. just realize how freaking small and tiny we are. We're like a little blimp,
1: Yeah, just a little dot.
0: Just a little dot. So why not live that way? Yeah. Like, you know, like it, everything else that we think matters, let it freaking go and lean into that type of joy that Reagan's talking about. Like, be free. Do the things. Like, let's go, y'all.
1: No, that was, that's so good. Yeah, because it's so easy. We feel like every, everyone's watching us. But right. it's like, oh my gosh, what if you just yourself. And you dance when you want to dance and you sing when you want to sing. And you told someone that they were beautiful when you wanted to tell them they were beautiful. Yes. Like all of these things, because you look back and you're like, man, I wish I would have done that. Or I wish I would have just been in the moment and not sat on the side or went for that thing. And it's just do it. So good. Do it.
0: Come on. Okay. Reagan, how can we show up for you? on social.
1: If people are like, whatever she did, I got to do that. (laughs) Like, what can they do? How can they work with you? Yeah, you can search me. I'll just have you put my Instagram in the little link or in the caption and reach out to me on Instagram too. Like just because you reach out to me does not mean you have to be a client. (laughs) Like I love helping and I love giving and um, it's something that Yeah. It's, it's my passion. It's not about the money. Like it is truly about just connecting with people and being able to help them. So definitely reach out to me on Instagram. Amazing.
0: Okay. Reach out to y'all. Um, I'll put it in the show notes too, so you can easily click it there, but you guys, can we just like give it up for Reagan snaps wherever you are. She'll feel it. (laughs) Reagan. Thank you so, so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Cece.
0: Okay, can we just take a second to talk about how good that episode was? I mean, if y'all could see my face while editing it, I was just cheesing and like just so overjoyed to have had and hosted the Holy Spirit, what feels like, in the way that we did. I mean, some of the things that Reagan said, I was like, girl, that wasn't even you. Like, that was so good, so fire. Come on. Man, I, I just love everything that she shared. But one of the things that I love most is just how much she emphasized that it isn't about the physical. Like, no matter what you look like right now, no matter what number you are on a scale, none of that really matters. Matters, right? And I want to highlight this. There, there are so many beautiful things about you. And when I think about our last days on earth, I often think about just the different funerals, honestly, that I've gone to. Every single one, not one person ever mentioned what they looked like or what they weighed, Right? They never look at those things. When we get to the end of our lives, those things do not matter. What matters is how you loved well. What matters is what memories you made with the people you love. And what matters is what legacy you leave behind for for the generations that are behind you. That's what matters, right? And so if that's what matters, making a decision to prioritize your nutrition, to prioritize your health, isn't about the physical. It isn't about that and it's more so about how do we make these decisions every single day knowing that they are going to leak into every other area of our lives. And I just love how much Reagan led us in that conversation to understand that fully. Y'all, if you loved a certain part of this episode, or if you want more of a certain part, I want to know what that is. You can text me at 615-813-4813. And if you can follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O. And you can follow me on TikTok for That's Joy too. And on Instagram at That's Joy the podcast. If you have yet to rate, subscribe, or leave a review for the podcast, it would mean the world if you took the time to do that. It probably takes like two minutes max and it is such a big way that you can send your girl a virtual hug. My friends, I'll never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, or if you have already been saved, but you aren't really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty. With me and so many others, I'm telling you there is an abundance here. There is overflow here and there is so much joy, so much joy to be had here. I'm telling you that he is for you. He has never been against you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart right now he's waiting for you he wants to meet with you and friend I am so proud of you if you just made this decision I'd love for you to shoot me a text so that I could pray for you I love you God loves you and until next time I'll chat with y'all next time thank you so so much for being here